Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Generation of Wrestling Podcast. It's always is yours truly. The 27-year-old piece of go to franchise, aka the showstopper, better known as the GOW's resident tribal chief. And with me as always, I got my tag team partner, my brother, my family. He is the flyest in the room, Mr. One, Two, Three. Pin that ass down, K Breezy, aka Two Cold Kimbro. But for tonight, when he got the hood on, man, we gotta introduce my man right. So he is the hood tonight. Two cold. What's happening, man? Man, I'm good, bro. Man, what's good with you, bro? Man, you know, just uh, well, I think we what's this show number four out of eight? Hey, uh, well, no, this is show. This, this is show three. Show three. Oh, damn! See, I, 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 I'd overcompensate. Show four is the yeah NXT. NXT be NXT will be show four. All right. Well, with that being said, so right now we are going to do the AEW review, and then we're also going to come back and do the NXT review with you leading off. So with that being said, man, you ready to rock and roll? Let's do this. All right, man. So to start off AEW, uh, the first match of the night we had was uh, Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. And I'm going to tell you this, man. Hey, Lance Archer. I'm I'm liking face Lance Archer a lot better than when they try to make him as the heel. I feel like he's not quite doing as much. I'm looking at your face. I, I see it's still like working for you. I'm going to say this, man. Uh, Eddie Kingston, he did a great job selling for Archer. Uh, Archer really looked like he gave Kingston a run for his money. It ain't too often you see guys overpower Eddie Kingston. Uh, Eddie Kingston ended up picking up the victory due to interference from the bunny when she gave him the knuckle duster. The referee was distracted. Archer got his ass laid out for the one, two, three. Too cold, man. Talk to me. I, I see you disagreeing with it. What's going on? What's on your mind? Well, man, so... Uh, okay. Archer himself, just as... Man, the dude is... He is rough. Like, he he is almost Nyla, Nia Jax kind of rough. Like, I man, I looked at some of the stuff that he did to Kingston. Like, don't get me wrong, there was a point where I did like him. I mean, I, I'm not to say I don't like him, but I, I I don't like the the face Archer. I want him to be a heel, um, but I need my dude to to slow down or put in some more work or some. I I need him to do something. A lot of his moves look bad. He, it looked like he either landed wrong or he hit wrong and. Some of those, I, I know Kingston did his thing. He sold it, but I, I think some of that stuff, man, it, it got to him. It, it was just, I didn't like the match. I, it was okay. It was a, it was a brutal match. You know, it was, it was the type of match I want. I, I thought they would have, but it didn't, it didn't really flow for me. It, but the ending was, eh, and it was okay. You know, them bringing out Jake the Snake to kind of distract Archer, and then you know, like I said, bringing the bunny coming in and giving him the duster, the duster knuckle, and um. The knuckle duster, and then um, you know him getting the victory. I, it, yeah, oh yeah, I, I I could see that. Uh, just to kind of keep their, I guess, keep the rivalry going. But uh, yeah, man, I, I, I I'm not feeling uh Archer's face run. I I rather him be a heel, because then when Jake comes out and does his promos, then you know you get it, it feels better. At least at least I enjoy it. No, no, no. I mean, and, and I think the, the the way you got to look at it, too, is, you know, Jake the Snake Roberts, you know, he was a notorious heel, right? So you got him coming out here managing the face Archer, and he's out here, you know, don't nobody like a face Jake the Snake. 
So I think when you put him with the murder Hulk monster, that's supposed to be his mouthpiece. And he's known as a heel, and you got this guy as a face. I think, you know, it kind of contradicts itself. So, I mean, I get where the confusion or, you know, the lack thereof could could, could play a part in it. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, but I I um I mean, he I mean, face Jake the Snake wasn't bad either. I mean, I actually liked it that because when he came out, when somebody was beating somebody up and he throw the snake in the ring and everybody just dip out. Like, that was cool. <laughs> Cause he had the snake, like he had right. something with him. With with Archer, he just like I like his kind of I liked his little rampage style, uh, but I feel like he need to slow down just a tad, just a tad, man, and 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 flow with the with the run and when he comes in and his aggression. Like I I don't have a problem with the aggression. It just it just don't seem to hit right. Right, to me, right. it, it, there's something. It's like when he does something, it's like ow, man. Like I'm not saying ow because it's supposed to hurt. It, I'm saying ow because it looked like it's it hurt worse than what it was supposed to. So, ah, right. uh, man, come on, man. He said that man rough in the ring. Hey, man, right. he, look, just just a tad bit, man. He said, "Ease up, big fella, ease up." All right, so next up, man, we got uh, we get former AEW World Champion Moss. He cut a promo on Kenny and the Bucks and the Good Brothers, the Death Triangle, and Eddie Kingston, pretty much setting up the six man tag at next week's uh, next week's beach break uh, on Dynamite. And then after this, man, we get a ah, we get a segment with Sting and Darby Allen. So for weeks and weeks, we wanted Sting to talk. We kind of wanted to hear him, you know, pretty much state the reason he's in AEW. He and Darby cut a promo, man, but I really wasn't feeling this promo. I mean, it was, it, 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 it to me, it was hella cheesy. I felt like a guy like Stan could have done a lot better. I mean, I get the whole hoodlum aspect of it. You know, they're talking about in regards of the street fight, which is cool, but I, it, it just, it, the way it was done, I felt like with a guy like Stan, I felt like it, been it, was, it, it left a lot to be desired. Too cold, man. What did you feel about this promo between he and Darby Allen? Or do you think it was okay? Um, I, I, I think it was okay, but I understand what you're saying because I did feel that it was a bit underwhelming. It wasn't really, but I, but I also didn't know what to really expect from it. So it's like, okay, you're cutting, you, you're going to cut a promo. Like what are y'all? Where are y'all gonna be? What are you gonna be doing? How are you gonna be standing? Like you're on top of the edge of the building or something? You know what, what, what crazy thing are y'all gonna do? Y'all were just in a warehouse, and for Darby just to throw his skateboard through a window and Sting just to kind of take the bat and break glass and almost get glass in his eye. I, I felt like they could have just did something else a little better. I agree with you on that, but I, I mean, I thought it was okay. The you know, Sting. I mean, he delivered the promo. I mean, eh, it was okay. I it's Sting. I it's Sting. It was okay. Sting get a hood pass. Hey man, he get a hood pass, man. It, it, it's Sting, man. I, I yeah, it, it was right. okay. It was okay, but I but I but I agree with what you're saying though, because it, it definitely could have been something more. Next up, man, we get match two of the night. We get MJF and Chris Jericho versus the Varsity Blondes. Uh, man, to me, my takeaway from the match was at the beginning, it started off 50-50. I mean, it really could have went either way. I feel like both teams are really trying to find their footing. Jericho ended up hitting Brian Pillman with the Judas effect as Pillman came off the top rope. Jericho ended up making good yeah. on his lion salt from a week ago, which he terribly botched. But I'm going to say this. Uh, 
Hey, Tuco, man, I didn't think I would say this as soon as uh, as I am. But mm-hmm. we talked about Jeff Hardy. We talked about Matt Hardy. We talked about Kurt Angle. We talked about guys who it might be time for them to hang it up and call it quits. I love Jericho. Um, but the last few weeks, um, I'm I'm really starting to notice, man, Jericho is really starting to kind of show his hand. And that is with all due respect, you know, all due respect to Jericho. But I feel like now I'm starting to see why when he first came to AEW, why he didn't wrestle as often as he didn't wrestle. I think now that you're starting to see him on a more consistent basis, even in the tag team match, you can kind of see like, all right, you know, he is getting to be that time. If if it ain't now, it's going to be pretty soon. Too cold, man. What did you think of the match between Jericho and MJF and the Varsity Blondes? Yeah, it was uh, – well, it wasn't a bad match. I actually thought the Varsity Blondes actually had a nice little showing out. I, I, I actually liked it, this match. Uh, a nice new team, nice and nice young guys. Kind of get to see Brian Pillman Jr. on TV a little bit more. The dude is good. Uh, the other guy, um, I, I I forgot his name that fast. Uh, Griff, Griff Garrison. Griff Garrison. I hey that guy, he's he's nice. I, yeah. I like him. He, he's yeah. nice. So I like this team. Um, I thought they brought a good, their best, maybe you know maybe one of their best games to this match. MJF and uh, Jericho, they did what they were supposed to do. They sold they sold for these guys. They made them look good. And you know Jericho, you know he got to let the people know, hey. It's okay. I mean, he's a wrestler, man. Everybody makes a botches. I mean, I, everybody botches. I, everybody has a mistake. Yeah, you can say it's age and nutrition and all that stuff because he is, what, 50? Uh, so, you know, yeah, I, you got that argument. But um, he's still Jericho. He can still pull it off. Uh, but I do agree he does not need to wrestle as much as he has, especially lately. I understand, you know, maybe with certain people being out or injured, so you kind of need the star power, but uh, Jericho's best suited. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with it. He's either best suited being the mouthpiece and being a manager on the sideline or commentating. One or the other. And and then he can wrestle every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah. I like what he did with Cassidy. You know, he he, he was just wrestling Cassidy and, and, and it wasn't, you know, too bunched together. It was spaced out. I he, he Maybe he needs to just kind of pick one or two guys that needs to be built as single stars and kind of go with them. And, and I, I guess that's what they're going with MJF. Cause I still believe it's still set up for him to try to take over the inner circle. And they're starting to show more of that with the, the distinction between, uh, uh, between him and uh, uh, Sammy Guevara. So, you know, with, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, man. I, Jericho needs to wrestle less, but he's still Jericho. Uh, and the match was good. I, I, it was actually a good match. I actually liked it. Next up, we get a promo from Pac. Uh, he cut one on Kenny Callis, the good brothers, hyping up the six-man tag for the beach break as well. Uh, and then after this, man, we get another promo. This time it's Shaq cutting a promo on Cody. You know, as much trash as Shaq talk, you know, <laughs> and as many rap records as this guy that came out with, I thought this promo game would have been a little stronger than it was, man. But, you know, hey, I'll take it. It is what it is. He man, well, look, this is Shaq that's on NBA, uh, on TNT, you know, inside the yeah. NBA. You know, he, he can say what he really wanted to say, right? You know, he can, I mean, it's wrestling, okay? It's, it's, t- it, you know, there 
Come on, AEW's on TNT, NBA's on TNT. That's all that is. It's a little fun thing. That's cool. So you you got what you got for it because we we all understand what it is. The problem is I don't think we want to see it. <laughs> but uh, but I I, I it was uh, yeah. Yeah, it was Shaq. Okay, it's Shaq. It was okay. Right, <laughs> Shaq get a hood pass. If I get one to sting, Shaq get a hood pass, man. It was okay. Well, well I mean, we're going to kind of continue on this because our next segment, we see Tony Schiavone in the ring. He brings out Cody Rose to respond to, uh, to you know, Shaq's comments. And, of course, Arn Anderson is there. And Cody says, you know what? Hey, it was supposed to be me and my wife against uh, – Jade and Shaq, you know, my wife is pregnant. You know, there's really nothing she could do about it. And, you know, Arn Anderson, he kind of takes over and he gives his whole long spiel about, you know, Dusty, you know, wrestling a 30-minute Ironman match, hopping on the plane, getting back to see the birth of his son. And he's telling Cody, you know, you still got time, man. You know, do what you have to do. But before you make that decision, man, you know, I got somebody for you. And, you know, out comes uh, Red Velvet. Red Velvet, she was straight to the point. She said, hey, look, I know Cody ain't going to put his hands on a woman, but, hey, man, I'm going to stir your bitch ass pot up. You know what I'm saying? What's happening? And Real. I'm not going I'm to lie. I'm liking this. You know, I'm liking Red Velvet Cupcake. You know what I'm saying? What's happening? Too cold, man. Okay, so I know we can agree. We really don't care much for the match, per se. But – I mean, just 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 going based off the promo, man. What did you think of the promo uh, and what Cody had to say, and then what Red Velvet had to say? Because I know we don't really want to see Shaq and Cody, but do uh, I know we said we're interested? To, or we seen what, what kind of Red Velvet could do. She, you know, she's serviceable. She's pretty good, but we uh, yeah, haven't seen, but we haven't seen too much of her, and we haven't seen Jay Cargill at all. No. And I know that's one person we said we kind of wanted to see. Is there more behind the looks and the body? Do she have the wrestling ability? Uh, we'll see. She's 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 definitely somebody that can handle her own. I, I like you said, we got to see more of her. But as far as the promo go, though, um, yo, I, I I actually had no problem when she came out. She got the microphone. She looked right dead in the camera. Said what she had to say. She checked her and walked right back out. <laughs> <laughs> I had no problem with it yeah. because I know that a lot of the people on this on this show don't have great promo skills so they don't need to come out and talk long i think what kind of killed jay uh when she first came out is that she talked too damn long i yeah. there did be some breakup she just needed to kind of get more to the point and kind of lose some of what she was saying that whole segment went, went way too long yeah this yeah. was perfect don't have them drag out because you know i think trying to remember what to say or you know, when you get crowd reactions, it kind of, you know, it messes with things sometimes. Sometimes just right. it, it, it's great to just come out, be like, try to be, be as authentic and be like, yo, bitch, I'm about to whoop your ass. And then, bam, I'm out. And then, and then that's it. And, 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 and walk right back out. And then be like, all right, okay. And Cody's like, okay, I ain't got no problem with that. Let's go. Let's, all right, cool. So right, I right. was, it was, it was good. And I'm glad they, that they did that. They, they, they actually put some a uh, female wrestler and kind of promoted her and and put her on and this is what we want to see we want them to really be more hands on with the women's wrestlers and get them out there more so it's good to see that they picked her and that she's going to get a shot and opportunity i'm not even sure if i can I, i'm i'm surprised they didn't go with big swole 
but I'm wondering if she's injured. Yeah. Um, we'll, I will, you know, we'll find out and, and go from there. All right, man. Next up, so we get a seg in the back. We get Sabian and Ford. They're hyping up their mat. Uh, excuse me, not their match. They're hyping up their marriage, their wedding next week on uh, AEW's Beach Break. And of course, you got Miro, who said he'd be there with his best friend, the Butler Charles. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much all for that. Next up, man. So we get Hangman versus a guy that looked uberly, uberly, uberly familiar. I'm like, damn, man, this boy look like somebody. Come to find out, this Dolph Ziggler brother. So we get Hangman <laughs> Page. We get Hangman Page versus Ryan Nemeth. And boy, when I say that boy is a copy and paste of, <laughs> of Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> I mean, everything from the- They went from, to the school of Shawn Michaels, man. Hey, man, everything from the look, everything from the moveset. When I say he is Dolph Ziggler, I'm really saying he is like version three of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> oh, three. man. But He's not even, be, man, I wouldn't even call him version three. Call him like more like version seven. Uh, Chromosome X. Right, man. Like, dude, what the? Okay, so the match wasn't bad. Um, I actually liked it. The whole, I get, it was an okay match. It wasn't bad. I, this show wasn't, it wasn't wild popping. It was just a good show that, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw what Joey V just said. Uh, only he would come on and say something like that. What's up, Joey? Uh, you, you, it was a good match. Uh, like you said, dude was a copy and paste of Ziggler and, you know, hands, you know, just everything that he did. The whole thing with Matt Hardy at the end got me wondering if Matt trying to recruit Hangman, yeah. which I, you know, I kind of, I'm kind of don't want to see, like, I was really hoping that Paige not uh, joining the Dark Order was going to lead to something to that. And I wanted to, I wanted it to go there, but uh, look like they're going to go in a different direction and do something else. But I'm wondering what's going to what's going to come from that and where it's going to go. Uh, but the match was okay. It was it was a, it was a cool match. All right, man. So after this match, uh, you know, we get Tony Schiavone and he comes out to the ring and he asks, you know, Matt Wallace, Matt out there, Matt. He pretty much tells Hangman Page like, "Hey, look, you know, I don't want nothing from you." You know, I just, I could tell you looked a little, you know, depressed. You looked a little lonely. You know, I seen you was out in the hallway changing by catering. Once again, when I say Matt is killing it, man, with these WWE burials, man, it's, it's hilarious. Because it's, it's like ever since Matt got let go, it was like every chance he get. He like, all right, man, hey, all the internet marks, man. Y'all know what we're talking about. But long man, story. It's this character, man. I, You know what? I didn't know what to think of it. But now it's like, all right, man, this dude is. <laughs> okay, this dude is kind of rubbing off on me a little bit, man. He, okay, all right, man. Let me. Hey, come on, hey, all right, hey, let's, let's see what else he gonna do. Hey, it's, it's big money, Matt. Man, he he remind me of like a used car salesman or like a loan shark. You feel me? I man, he, yeah, dude. He yeah. That's that's why I'm like, man. His whole little speech to pay, man. It, it dude, I'm like, he's all concerned. Like, dude, you was you was high. You was hot taking everybody. You know, for their money, thirty percent here, forty percent here. You yelling at people. You got these dudes acting all heels now. You turning people. You all concerned and being nice, but I I can see that. Yeah, him coming to the bigger dressing room to get changed for the wrestling. I can see that. I can <laughs> see that uh, becoming a group and do, them doing something with that. But I, I, I want that though for him. I mean, I'm I'm just be honest with you, bro. Like as far as Hangman go. I just want my dude to have a singles run, man. Like, I, I, I want him to stay where he's at, but 
white people. I mean, well, I mean, go out to the TNT Championship or something, dude. But I, I don't know. You know, you know, I, I can see Hangman as the TNT Champion. I mean, because it, it, you know, it was brought to our attention yesterday uh, when Hangman had the match. That was his first singles match in over a year because you know he was you know with Kenny Omega for so long. It was like, yo, like it's it's about time. Like, let Hangman do his thing. He got the look. He got the charisma. He's over as hell with the crowd. I mean, I know we kind of, you know, Hangman kind of lost some people for a while before he teamed up with Omega. But I mean, I feel like you know now's a pretty good time, man, to start building back up his resume as a singles competitor. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, speaking of a singles match, man, so we get Jungle Boy versus Dax Hardwood, and I'm gonna say. Uh, but so before the match, the stipulation was that uh, Luchasaurus and Tully Blanchard and Cash Wheeler they'd be all chained together on the outside so there'd be no interference, yeah. even though we still got Marco yeah. stunt. But apparently, nobody gave a damn about Marco. Uh, well, he wasn't out there, he was uh, he was in the back because apparently he's in. It. Um, hmm. I don't really know how I felt about this match. It wasn't a bad match, right? It, 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 it wasn't a bad match, but. It picked up towards the middle, it, from the middle to the end, it picked up. Like, it, 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 picked, it picked up, and I guess as far as Jungle Boy, I feel like this kind of worked more in his favor because this is actually the first match that I can recall seeing him in the AEW where I felt like from the beginning of the match, minus the little thing he had with Jericho the last 10 minutes. I mean, I kind of saw that coming. But I feel like this is the first opponent that he was in the ring with, and I'm like, you know what? This really could go either way. Like, this could either go Jungle Boy way or Hardwood's way. Uh, Jungle Boy actually ended up picking up the victory in a very surprising fashion. I never would have thought I would have seen him cement Dax Hardwood, but he did. After the match, you had uh, Tully Blanchard. He threw some powder in the eyes of Luciosaurus. They came in and just started whooping his ass and everybody else's ass as far as, uh, uh, what is it? I'm about to call him Lucha House Party. <laughs> uh, Lucha Express. <laughs> Yeah, and then of course, man. Who did who did you have come out? Yeah, SCU and Tight Flight. They came out to make the save. And Marco, Marco came out with the chair. Yeah, and and, and then Marco, his hobbling ass, he came out. Tuco, man, what did you think of this one on one match between Hardwood and Jungle Boy? Well, like I said, it picked up like it was a good filler out kind of match. Um, Cause I don't really think they've to wrestled that that often, so you know this was kind of a just kind of go out there and do some catch up catch stands, you know, kind of style, kind of wrestling, and then you break off to do, you know, kind of like your own thing, and then Jungle Boy kind of you know does his stuff, and it, it it was a typical, it was a good typical back and forth match. Um, like I say, it picked up for me, for me, it picked up towards the middle, the middle towards the end, like that was that whole little sequence was cool, uh, especially with all the reversals and, the, and, you know, the back and forth. I actually like that, I you know, because I, I thought they did it pretty, they were they were pretty spot on the way they did it and how fast and not fast, but it was, it flowed. It, it was, it was transitional. Um, you know, it wasn't perfect, but it was serviceable. Def, definitely, you know, worth the, uh, worth the watch of a match. I, I think if it was something to watch, it definitely was. Um, yeah, I, I like that Jungle Boy got the win because they kind of need it. I you don't really see them picking up victories too much on Dynamite. When like most of the times, if they there, they take the loss. So it, for him to get the victory, you know, this is a good way to push him in the singles rankings. I mean, because honestly, if you're not going to push them for the tag team championships, um, I, you might as well push them for you know for the singles. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, like I said, I I thought it it, it was okay, but then again, like you said, you yeah, know, it, was, it was okay. But it, it like I said, it, it picked up towards you know, like I said, it picked up, but it was okay. It, it wasn't like wow, spectacular. After this, man, we get a segment. So we get Taz and FTW in the back. You know, Taz kind of promo. They all back near the merch stand. And, uh, hey, yo. All right. So at first, I'm like, at, at first, I'm like, all right. So I've never they seen Taz's trash. son wrestle a day in my life or talk. And he lay, he throw the first punch. I'm like, okay. Then let me tell you, out the corner of my peripheral, man, on the right-hand side, I just see somebody, I just see a motherfucker up in the air. And it's Brian Cage. And he lard darts this dude into the production truck. I'm like, bruh, what the hell? And then, of course, you got Ricky Starks, man. He capped it off. And he slammed the guy through the table. But, man. No, I, no, 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 no. Did you see the guy that hops through? Oh, over the rail? Yeah, man. The, no, did you see the way he threw him? Yeah, yeah. He he looked like he might have actually. That looked like he really got hurt. Man, <laughs> like, come on, man. Are you kidding me? Because hey, Hobbs, he flung that boy from his. For he grabbed the dude by his chest and swung. Right, <laughs> right, like dude, and just poof, like ooh, I, that was a bit quick. Uh, yeah, you better walk over there and go check on. <laughs> you better go check on that dude right over there. And that, and that was the thing that caught me because not, the way he threw him and the dude didn't really look like he got up high at all. It just looked like a straight line drive through the. Gate. the way he hit that guardrail and flipped over and started and continued to roll and go like, dude, oh, okay, yeah, somebody, uh, somebody go check on him, man, because. I think he does. <laughs> hey, hey, man! I hope I hope they lube that. I hope they lube that part of the concrete because that boy got some skills. Ah, uh, man! Nah, they didn't lube that part. But hey, man! Hey, so who I said who took who took the worst bump? The guy that got lawn darted or the one that got flung through the gate by Hobbs? Ah, uh, man! I'm gonna say the dude that got long gated uh, by Hobbs because uh, the I, well. I don't know, man. Cause the dude, what dude could have sold it? Dude, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna say they both tied. Uh, but to me, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with Hobbs, man. Hobbs tossing dude. That looked it. That looked it a bit reckless. <laughs> I mean, it was supposed to be reckless, but it looked a bit over reckless. Like they did not go over that. <laughs> Imagine how reckless it would have really looked if the guy was the rock that Hobbs threw. Hey, rocking his prime. Hey, he was. Hey, the rock still would have been rolling to this day. <laughs> oh man, no hell no. All right, yeah. man. Next, Sorry, next up, I'm right there with you. Next up, man. So we get a we get a we get a women's match. We get Britt Baker DMD versus Shanna. So uh, finally, good to see Britt Baker back on TV. Yes. Yes, it, I, you know what's happening. I'm I'm glad to see the doctor back. It was cool to see Shannon back. This is the first time in some months uh, to see a familiar face. To me, I felt like it it was cool. You know, they're just going hold for hold at the beginning, and then of course, you know, the annex and Shannon kind of caught up with it. Britt Baker put her ass in the lock jar, got her ass twice. Then of course, after the match, after Britt Baker picked up the victory, we got Thunder Rosa. She came out looking for all the smoke. Britt Baker ain't want none, but. I'm going to go back to Britt Baker for a second. So we talk about heels. We talk about managers. Managers. I'm not really sure what rebel, what role she plays uh, for Britt Baker per se. But she is goofy (laughs) as hell. Uh, I like like her for Britt Baker. Not that she really does much, but I just like their interaction. But, yo, like you said, man, it was good to see uh, the doctor back. It was good to see Britt Baker. But my question is, and I think you asked this last time, where the hell is my champ at? Where is Sheeta? Oh, she's 
she she does she's recovering from that bite mark on her neck. That's what she, she that's what she's recovering from. I forgot right. about it. I forgot yeah, about that, it. Oh, yeah. man. That was devastating, man. It was devastating. Yeah, I I, I need to see Sheeta back ASAP. Uh, maybe I missed it, man. But damn, is she fighting that beast break? Is she defending the title that we know of? No, but they're doing that. Um, they're doing eliminator. That, yeah, they're doing that eliminator championship. You know, uh, I think a number one contendership match, or whatever. So, which I'm very excited for um, because I want to see. What where they what where's the talent that they pull? Where they pull this talent from, or who are the possibilities of people who could show up? Are we gonna get some TNA women? Are we gonna get some NWA women? Are we gonna, you know, are we gonna right? Who's coming back from the injury list? Like there's yeah. some potentials that I'm 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 kind of curious about who got fired from WWE that ain't really doing anything that's about to get an opportunity to come get a contract. All right, cool. I hey. I, I'm. I actually kind of want to see who's who. What the? At least I want to see what the lineup is. I, I got to see who's in it. Hey man, you know what? You you got me intrigued right now because I didn't even look at it from that perspective. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Because right. for, like, for you to right. have this tournament, I mean, AEW got a lot of women, but a lot of their women aren't signed. Hey, so like you said, I don't think they got a lot of women. I we yeah, are right, and I don't. I don't think they got a lot that they. You can't put. I don't know what is it going to be a bracket of sixteen. I think it is. Uh, mm-hmm. not a lot, lot, but or thirty. I, I forgot um how many it exactly it is, but it, I, you need some star power. You gotta have some. You gotta have some people. You you gotta. Have, where, where, where's gonna be Big Swole? Uh, Big Swole is a uh, stat liner. Is she back from injury? Uh, what you know? What's gonna be up with um uh uh the oh thunder? Well, um Nyla Rose is gonna be uh. Is she gonna be in it? I think she's gonna be in it. I think is she, unless she's injured or something, because I we haven't really seen her outside of beating up or trying to beat up uh Velvet Sky the uh the last time. But uh or, I'm sorry, no, not Velvet Sky. Where's Red Velvet? Red, Red Velvet. Velvet. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of the other chick from TNA that retired. Um Madison Rain. Damn, that's who it is. I, I'm thinking of all the different types of other different women than the woman I'm supposed to be thinking about. Um, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I I I I oh shoot yeah I want she to I, yeah she gets she I, I almost kind of want them to just take the title off of her I I, I, I I'm I at a point too. where I I want someone else to get that championship and I know some people aren't really high on Britt Baker but I it's like man dude stop playing around it, let let's figure out a way to get her built up enough boom put the championship on her it, it's well, right, right now she's the best heel. Because you got a lot of people that don't like her because she's a heel, and a lot of people don't like her because they don't think she's good enough. Put her, put it's time to put the title on her. And the thing is with Britt Baker too. I think right now uh, she, as of last, well, yesterday she won her last five out of six, so she's on a nice little roll right now. So I really feel like you can capitalize on the momentum. And if she beats, especially if she beat Thunder Rosa next week, I feel like she needs to be in the title picture for sure. Uh, at that point. Yeah, well, if and well, if that's the case, and she does come out on top, then yeah, most definitely she needs to be the next one to go after Sheeta. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, it was good to see Britt Baker back, and it next was good to see my girl Thunder Rosa come out and whoop that ass, or at least try to. But you know, she got, <laughs> you know, she dipped out. She she high speed pursued that right. ass. Yeah, she ain't want that. She ain't want that smoke. Next up, man, we get a segment with MJF and Sammy Guevara. 
And uh, it's you know, <laughs> I I liked it, man. MJF, you know, he tried to you know he tried to be apologetic, which is yeah. we're starting to see a lot more of that right now. We're starting to see a lot more of uh, an apologetic, uh, a sympathetic MJF, or more consoling MJF, or more manipulating MJF. Yeah. And the words of Sammy Guevara and Sammy, like, hey, yo, man, I see why he threw it. And MJF still trying to, you know, not show his hand for real. And Sammy, like, hey, bro, you got them food. And it's cool. You you are great at what you do. You are a great manipulator. Like, you got them. And I see and I understand that. But you don't have me. And then MJF, he like, you know what? He pulled the mask off, Scooby-Doo. He's like, all right. Okay, then you sure you want to play it that way? And Sammy, like, I ain't playing. And then them two, they have a stare down. So now you really about to see the smoke. At first, I really didn't care too much to see the whole MJF Sammy Guevara thing. Now it's starting to slowly win me over. The interaction that they had yesterday really kind of got me, especially after the match with Jericho and MJF. I'm like, okay. See, here's <laughs> part of me is kind of thinking this What's up? is Jericho. Is he really losing the step, or is this all part of a storyline? Remember when they did the whole thing with uh, Christopher Daniels? How he was botching the, uh, his little move on the outside. He was he was kind of teasing. It was about time for him to hang it up. And next day, you know, he came back out. He still looked like Christopher Daniels from twenty years ago. So do we yeah. see this being part of the storyline? Uh, yeah, because the storyline is MJF is trying to take over the inner circle. He's trying to weave Jericho out. He's trying to get all these guys on his side and show that Jericho has done nothing, has not been a great leader, and that MJF has been nothing but, you know, you know, kind and understanding and willing to 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 you know improve and get better and and, and learn each other and 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 become better friends and and and, and uh inner circle members, whatever you want to call it. But <laughs> Like you say, man, he, he, we, we, Sammy know. We knew. We all knew. Sammy knew. Hey, hey man, that's why that Sammy's my guy, man. That's my dude, man. Uh, but, yeah, I actually am okay with him and MJF having a match because I think this would be more of MJF's speed and somebody that he can actually have a great match with because he had a great match with Jungle Boy. He can have a great match with Sammy Guevara. So I'm looking at what could be a good possibility. Um and honestly, with now them two revealing, and I mean, come on, man! If, as much as as much as Jericho and them joke about how they saw something, I'm sure he probably gonna see how MJF is acting, really. And right. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll see where it goes from there. But I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't a swerve still, anyway. All right, next up, so we start getting. Uh, our lineups for the whole AEW beach break coming up next week. So next week, man, the lineup so far as of right now goes as follows. There will be a tag team battle Royal and wish the winners get a shot at the tag team titles of revolution. Then we got the wedding of Penelope Ford to Kip Sabian. Then we have women's match, uh, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Then of course, after that, we get a six man tag. We get Omega and the good brothers versus Mox, Phoenix and Pac. Which I'm pretty sure, man, you definitely got that very, very high on the list. Then we got the street fight tag team match between Cage and Stars versus Sting and Allen. And then the main event, man, we got the Bucks and the Good Brothers versus, uh, oh, my bad. That's uh, the main event of the actual Dynamite. So, yeah. <laughs> so, after this, man, we get the main event of the show. We get the main event of the evening. We get the Bucks and the Good Brothers, the elite, uh, the Bullet Club, whatever you want to call them, versus Evil Uno. 
Silver, Reynolds, Grace, and the Dark Order. Uh, yo, Tuco, we got the Bucks. We got the Good Brothers. Finally, they team for the first time in five years. Talk to me, man. What did you think about the main event? Did it, did it live up to your expectations of what you thought it would be? Uh, I See, my thing is uh, I didn't have high expectations because – uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm not like you said. I I like the Bucks from time to time. Um, you know, sometimes they get into their little you know their little runs and you know some of the stuff they do, which is cool. Uh, but I thought the match me for me honestly, I was more for the Dark Order. Uh, I I they held their own, man. Uh, John Silver, man, dude, that is my guy, man. That dude is crazy. He man, he my man wanted to tag. He gets in the ring and he points to uh Luke Gallows, Doc Gallows, and he wants Doc Gallows, the smallest guy on the team, yeah. wants to go up against the biggest guy, and he held his own, man. And I, <laughs> yo, man, that's my that's my dude, man. And I like this little run on the outside when he when he kind of went berserk and just started kicking, punching, and slamming through people. Uh, the match was good. I actually liked it. This for me it was the best mar- match of the night. Um, and it was kind of, I, I don't know. I, I kind of hated the power bomb by everybody getting power bomb. I hated that. I didn't, I didn't about I outside of the ring. Yeah. On the outside of the ring, all the dark order. I'm like, nah, I, yeah, I get it. It's part of y'all little, all right, whatever. But yeah, I, I didn't like that, but it, it, eh, they were okay, but the match was, the match was good for me because of the dark order. It was more of right. them and what they were trying to do and just the way they worked that match more than anything. All right. Well, I mean, with that being said, Tuco, man, before we wrap up this AEW Dynamite review, is there anything left for you to say, man, before we head on to the NXT? Uh, One, uh, I know you talked about the uh, next week. Uh, I, I, I so hope that whatever happens with the the uh, not Trent but the other dude Chuck uh, Chuck, Chuck, yeah. Chuck 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 because uh, he's supposed to stop being the 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 butler after the wedding or at the wedding right yeah after the wedding yeah okay so I'm hoping that they don't do something where he and Cassidy ends up fighting each other I hope they don't do that I rather see dude. You know, try to, you know, embarrass them or whatever, and then him and Cassidy just go up against, you know, Miro and Kip Sabian. I, I, I rather it just be that, and then I'm, I'm okay with that. And then you can kind of finish and end this rivalry. I think you need to end it. I think it's, you've been, you've been at this for months now. It is over. It is done. It's a wrap. Stop it. Let it go. Uh, I hope they do that. <laughs> I just I hope all that happens just so they can finish this at the next pay-per-view. Finish it. Just be done with it. Other than that, man, um still kind of looking forward to the street fight. I, I might not have been very high on Sting and, and Allen's promos, but still looking forward to that. And uh like I say, Hobbs, man, tossing tossing folks like that. That ain't right, bro. <laughs> that, that that ain't right. Uh yeah, that's about it, man. Oh, oh, and I, and, oh, and I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Inner circle stuff. The inner circle stuff. Definitely want to see where that goes next. 
With that being said, before I sign off, uh, guys, we about to get ready to wrap the AEW review up. But stay tuned because in about about a minute and 30 seconds, we're going to log right back on and we're going to carry on with the NXT review. All right, man, too cold, man. He just shot me to two. So we're going to put an extra 30 seconds on that ticker right there. You feel me? Uh, but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Generation Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly, the 27-year-old piece of gold. He's too cold. And for whatever reason, man, if you don't have the time to go over, make the time to go over. But if not, we're going to shout out the socials. Socials. On Facebook, find us Generation Wrestling Podcast, YouTube Generation Wrestling Podcast, Spotify Generation Wrestling Podcast, Twitch and Instagram Generation of Wrestling Pod. And with that being said, maybe we see we see one the pod. Uh, the pod. The, <laughs> the pod. <laughs> All right.